Welcome to You Are Not For Everyone. This is Jackie Henderson. I am a licensed mental health counselor with a specialty in somatic and holistic practices. On this podcast, we normalize talking about important mental health topics such as depression, anxiety, grieving, trauma, personality disorder, and much more. Thank you for joining me today and let's get started. This is You Are Not For Everyone, and I'm Jackie Henderson. Today, we're going to talk about dealing with holiday sadness. And so many people experience sadness during the holidays, and for a whole host of reasons. If you're one of those people that experience sadness, stress, overwhelm during the holidays, just know you are not alone, and there are many reasons why we experience this. And I'm going to share with you some ways to be able to manage those emotions and also some new ways to face the holidays with a different perspective. So some reasons we experience sadness during the holidays could be because of a job loss. It could be a divorce, a new family situation, two households, the father and mother split and the kids have to split their time. Uh, There could have been a death in the family, a loss, a loss of a loved one, a loss of a a friend, a loss of a spouse or child. These losses really affect how we want to celebrate, and even if we even want to celebrate a holiday. Stress, financial stress, work stress, family stress. There's lots of stresses in the world that make celebrating the holidays not so enjoyable. Money, finances, puts a lot of pressure on us. All this gift giving that people have been doing and it's been getting out of control with all the Black Friday sales and so many different people trying to outdo each other and social media and trying to keep up with the Joneses. And another thing that really causes sadness and depression could be the weather. It's so dark. If you live on the East Coast, you know what I'm talking about. It's getting dark at 4.30, 5 o'clock in the afternoon, and I'm sure other places experience the same thing. It's cold, it's dark, and if you're alone, you live alone, these things really tend to get even larger than life. They are overwhelming to us. Sadness really can overtake us. Sadness can be crippling. It can be debilitating. It could make us not want to leave the house or enjoy anything. So let's figure out how we can deal with this sadness. If you live alone, if you're lonely, sadness can be overwhelming. If you have an empty nest all of a sudden, sadness can be overwhelming. Dealing with new traditions, new people in the family, losing people in the family, sadness is overwhelming. The most important thing to do to deal with your sadness is acknowledge it. Say, I feel sad. I feel very sad. I want to cry. I don't want to do anything. First and foremost, acknowledge what you're feeling because it's valid. It's important. Some people think when you acknowledge your sadness that you're asking for a pity party, that you want people to feel sorry for you. I'm not even saying tell anyone if you don't want to, but you have to acknowledge it with yourself. You have to identify how you're feeling in the moment. And you could be feeling joy, you could be feeling anger, you could be feeling sadness, but we have to acknowledge our emotions. And during the holidays, if you are feeling sad, acknowledge it. And 
You don't have to get busy. You don't have to push it away. You don't have to stuff it down. I am encouraging you to feel the sadness. Take a day to feel the sadness because it's important to lean into our feelings, understand our feelings, sit with uncomfortable feelings, and really manage them in a healthy way. Many people, when they feel sad, they want to self-medicate, whether it be through alcohol, through drugs, food, sex, gambling, staying really busy, overscheduling themselves. We try to avoid the sadness, but the sadness is there. You know this. You know if you've experienced holiday sadness, it's an underlying theme. It's a melancholy that we just can't shake. So instead of trying to stuff it down and self-medicate it, instead of trying to shake it, acknowledge it, hold it, honor it. It's there for a reason. And if you can pinpoint your reason of feeling sadness during the holidays, that's the first step in starting to feel a little bit better. If you can acknowledge that you lost your job, if you can acknowledge that this divorce is really upsetting me, this grieving, the loss of my loved one has really gotten me not wanting to celebrate, family stress, money stress, the dark days of weather. Acknowledge it, identify it, and sit with it, and understand it, and know that it's valid. You have the right to be sad sometimes. You have the right to feel sad and feel melancholy especially during the holidays when you're looking on social media and you're seeing all these happy people. You're watching commercials of happy people buying lots of gifts. You're watching movies, romantic comedies that are supposed to make you happy, but when you're feeling sadness, they don't make you happy. They do the opposite. So we need to sit with our feelings and be aware of them understand why we're experiencing them, and allow them to be. Give yourself a day to really feel the sadness. You may need a good cry. You may need to go into a hot shower and let the tears stream out. You may need to sit, have some comfort food under a blanket and have a day of just recovery, rest, rejuvenation, allowing the feelings to come, experience them, and know that they are valid. Know that they are okay. And sometimes you might need to ask for help if it's too overwhelming, and if you feel like you can't tolerate it, please ask for help. Whether you call a friend, you call a therapist, you call 911 if it's really extreme, I want you to take care of yourself. But if you're feeling just a melancholy over the holidays, it's okay to sit with that melancholy. It's okay to acknowledge the sadness. It's okay to have a down day, rest, have a good cry, spend time alone, reflecting, journaling, whatever it takes for you to acknowledge your sadness. I can't say that enough. And as we move forward through these holidays, How do we go forward? How do we manage this sadness on a day-to-day level? Well, I'm encouraging you to take a day to acknowledge it, and it may not go away right away, but you know it's there, and you can identify it, give it some validity, but also make some shifts in your life. 
So some shifts that you want to think about is maybe going to the doctor for a physical. Perhaps this overwhelm, this feeling of depression, this overwhelming feeling of sadness may be because you're low iron. It may be that your blood work needs to be checked. It may mean there's something going on on a physical level that might be an easy fix by going to the doctor and getting a physical. I always encourage that from my clients. First things first, check your physical health to make sure that's not affecting your mental health. And then honor the sadness, honor the grieving. If you've lost a loved one, you don't want to self-medicate that. You don't want to bury that. You don't want to pretend you're not sad because of course you're sad. I had a young woman come to a workshop once and she had just lost her mom. And every time she felt the sadness come on, she went out for a run. She literally was running from her sadness. She didn't want to face it, it was too overwhelming but she is going to have to keep running and running and running until she heals, until she acknowledges it. And honestly, when you're feeling that sadness over a loss of a loved one, I truly believe it's that loved one just reminding you how much you love them, how much they loved you. And you sit with the feelings, honor them. I say get a candle in their honor, get an ornament for the tree if you celebrate that to honor them. Do something that remembers the life, reflects on the life, keeps that energy and spirit alive in your mind, in your body, in your home. And that's a nice way to acknowledge the grieving. You're not stuffing down the grieving, you're allowing it to be, but you're also allowing that life to stay alive and well in your holiday season. They may be gone physically, but they're with you in spirit start some new traditions especially if you've lost a loved one going back to the old way may be too hard so start contemplating some new ways to celebrate the holidays if you've experienced divorce you're definitely going to have to figure out new ways to approach the holiday season because things are different the children have two households now even if you don't have kids your friendships might have split because one went with the husband one went with the wife one went with the partners they separate with friendships and so it's important to start to think of new ways to celebrate think outside the box think about different ways to celebrate these holidays or you can choose not to celebrate the holidays when i was working in the behavioral unit of the hospital and patients were in the hospital for Thanksgiving, they were very upset they were missing Thanksgiving. And so I told them, I said, you can either think of it as Thanksgiving or you can think of it as Thursday because it's the perspective we have that makes all the difference in the world. So they could make Thanksgiving on the Tuesday they get out of the hospital. It doesn't have to be on the Thursday. There are no rules. You can change the holiday tradition to anything that fits your needs, wants, and desires and makes you happy. If you are struggling financially and having a hard time with buying gifts with all the food that goes with all the meals, there's a few options. One is get creative. 
do some do-it-yourself things. There's so many do-it-yourself projects now on TikTok, on YouTube, on Instagram. You can find some really fun, inexpensive ways to give gifts and create them yourself. And then if you have a meal, have people do potluck. Have people bring food. You don't have to do it all yourself. You can ask for help. And you might want to just be honest with the people in your family and your friends and say, I'm not able to host dinner this year. Do you mind having it at your house? It's okay. We have to do what's best for us to honor our sadness so we don't get overwhelmed and we don't feel like we're thriving. If you're feeling a weather sadness, like the darkness in the East Coast because it's so dark and cold so early, or if you're living in a part of the world where it's really dark early, I would get a light box for anxiety. They sell these right on Amazon. And it's this light that mimics sunlight. And they really do work. You light them up in the middle of the day and just let the light shine on you. And it's creating a simulation of sunshine. And it might sound strange, it might sound silly, but it actually works. And it helps a lot of people who experience seasonal depression. If you're sad and feeling stressed about family because they might be overwhelming, you might not be getting along with them this year, you might not be happy with the way things are going in your family, you can limit your time with the family. You don't have to spend the normal amount of holiday time with the family. You can change your tradition, as we mentioned earlier. You can do something different. You can decide to go away and say, I'm not going to be able to make Christmas or Hanukkah this year or Thanksgiving this year because I'm going to spend a couple days down on Florida Beach, whatever you want to do. You can say, I'm going to come over, but I'm only going to stay for a couple hours. Bring your own car, make your own exit, excuse yourself however you need to, but you can change how you interact on the holidays. You are not committed to stay there the whole time. You're an adult. You're strong. You can do what you want to do, and it's okay. The world is not going to stop if you decide to leave early. Will people be upset or hurt? Maybe. But at this point, if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling sadness, if you're not feeling joy, then why add to the stress by being around people who make you more uncomfortable? Choose who you want to spend your time with. Again, start your new traditions. Take care of yourself during this time. And make sure you ask for help. It's important to ask for help during the holidays if you're feeling such a sadness that you're overwhelmed and that you are uh, lonely. If you live alone, if you even if you live with others, you might still feel lonely because this is a feeling inside you and you want to figure out why you're feeling this way. And if you can't figure it out on your own, get some coaching, get some help, ask a friend. Maybe you're not even realizing why and it might be something very obvious, but because you're so overwhelmed, you're not seeing it. And a good friend could see it. A counselor could see it. Ask a family member, ask someone that you trust and care about but you do not have to suffer in silence. And it's not a pity party. You're not inviting people to your pity party. You're telling them and acknowledging, I feel sad and I can't shake it. I feel alone and I 
can't get out of this feeling of emptiness. I feel overwhelmed and stressed. Please help me through this. Just come over and talk. Let's go for a walk. You do not have to suffer in silence. Sadness during the holidays affects many, many people. There's many reasons why. Many people who are older, families gone, friends are gone, they've passed on. Empty nesters, their kids have launched and they have families of their own and their kids have been their whole lives and now their kids are out in the world. People who never had families, people with mental health issues who just have lost their family due to their mental health issues. There's so many reasons for us to feel sad and yours is valid. It is and honor it, honor it. Give yourself a day, give yourself permission to take a day to feel your sadness. Understand why, examine it, examine your sadness. Why do I feel sad? Where is it coming from? Acknowledge it. Verbalize it out loud to yourself. You can journal about it. You can call a friend. And it's okay to take a day to lay under a blanket and have a good cry and eat some comfort food and just binge watch TV all day. It's okay. You just don't want to unpack and live there. Give yourself a day to acknowledge, a day to feel, a day to take care of yourself. And then go through this list of things I offered you to really work to change the sadness, to change your state. We need to break the pattern of the sadness. We experience it. We don't self-medicate it, but we do want to take some steps so we don't stay there in that permanent state. If you're feeling suicidal, if you're feeling like you don't want to live anymore, That's an extreme state of sadness. That's an extreme state of emptiness. And just know most people really don't want to die because we don't know what's on the other side. Most people do not want to die. They just want the pain to end. So I'm begging you if you're feeling suicidal at this point to get some help, whether you bring yourself to the nearest hospital to get some support, you call 911, let them come get you. Call your therapist, call your family, call your friends, ask for help. Be honest about how you're feeling. Get the help that you need. If you're feeling sadness, and not to a suicidal place, but just sadness, loneliness, overwhelm, do all those things that I mentioned in the list above that will help you to break free of whatever it is that's holding you down those years of tradition that might not serve you anymore, those heavy feelings of grief, those heavy feelings of feeling like you have to purchase gifts and host dinner. And another thing I will encourage you to do is not compare yourself to others on social media. Social media is not life. It's not real life. People post happy things. They post positive things. Not many people will post the sadness. And I encourage you to feel your sadness. I encourage you to acknowledge it. I encourage you to take care of yourself through it and give yourself some time to experience it, pinpoint the cause, the trigger, then reach out to others and get some support and some help. And if you don't have others, then I encourage you to get a counselor, a therapist, 
get some help in a different way. Watch a movie that will make you feel uplifted. Go on YouTube and listen to some uplifting TED Talks. Go on a podcast and listen to some spiritual speakers who can guide you and uplift you. There's many resources that if you are truly alone and you have no friends or no family, there are resources out there to help you through this and to guide you through this. You are not alone. You do matter. Your feelings are worthy. And sadness affects many, many people during the holidays. And take care of yourself through this. Know that you are loved. You have self-love. You have love for nature, love for self, love for pets. I have to say, my getting my dog was a game changer for me. I didn't realize how alone I was until I got my dog and felt that unconditional love. That helps as well, having a pet, something to care for. Volunteering, helping others, that is another way to, to feel needed, to feel necessary. That's another reason many people feel sadness. They don't feel necessary. They don't feel like they have a purpose. They don't feel important to others. Well, you can become important to others by volunteering, by offering your help to others, working at a dog shelter, animal shelter, working in a nursing home, going to different places, soup kitchens. There's so many opportunities to volunteer, to help others, and just even helping your neighbors, reaching out to the people in your neighborhood. You are special. You have talents. You have gifts. If you're listening to a podcast, you have compassion and hope, and you are optimistic. So use those tools. When you're feeling low vibration, take care of yourself. You may need to eat a little better that day. You may need to rest a little more that day, drink a little more water. You may need some more social interaction. Just because you live alone doesn't mean you are alone. You can change your life by taking steps toward healing and growing and reaching out. I wish you well. Know that you can make these holiday seasons your own. They don't have to be the same as they've always been. They can be special in their own way because you are special in your own way. Create new traditions. Create new feelings. My hope for you is that you can find joy in whatever you choose to do with your time and energy and that it's uplifting and healthy for your life and for your spirit. I encourage you to take some time to listen to my meditation for sadness that I just added into the podcast series. My hope is that it will bring you some comfort. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you'd like to support the show, please go down into the episode description and click the link support the show and you can buy me a coffee. Another way to support is to write a review or to share the podcast with friends. And great news, my workbook is now available on Amazon. This book aligns with the first 30 episodes of the podcast and provides journaling prompts to help you through self-reflection as you move through your own personal healing journey. Stay well, and I look forward to having you back next time.